0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast under the stairs. This is bonus episode 220. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On bonus episode 220 we do a review of one of those brand new horror movies. It was only out in the UK for about a week and then it vanished, disappeared off the face of the planet. So we'll be doing a non-spoiler and spoiler review of the brand new horror release The Turning. That'll be coming up after the first break before we get to that as always let's just catch up with what's happening under the stairs on monday you got a special in reverence episode looking at nightbreed tomorrow you're going to get the launch of Movie Club as part of Challenge t February 2020. We will be looking at another one of those Hammer Horror titles and slightly more constrained time frame in which to get your reviews back in but I'm hoping at least the same level of participation as the last one because it was a ton of fun hearing you guys talk about Quatermass the experiment. So we'll see where we go with that tomorrow and then on Friday you get the next installment of our 88 films Slasher Classic Collection looking at intruder so there you go that's you all caught up the god willing we'll be kicking off next week with the first of a three-part series looking at Park channel vengeance trilogy i'll be joined by liam rafferty from Scotland, liam versus evil and then who knows who knows where it takes us next week i'm also hoping to do a bonus review of the brand new robert eggers film the lighthouse which also came out this week in the uk so there we are that's y'all caught up there this friday coming out on the network on the Teapots collective you'll get the next episode of chronicle this is the second episode of chapter one of season three and we're looking at which finder general is part of our british folk run horror for the season so yeah that one will be coming out this friday and the friday after that we will be returning with brand new opera omnia with myself and Mr. Watson, looking at the second of Ben Wheatley's filmography, a little movie called Kill List. So yeah, there you go. All caught up, nice and breezy for this intro. I'm going to take a very short break now. I'm going to stress again: this is a non-spoiler and spoiler review. So please check that time coding. If you do not want this movie spoiled for you, if you do, continue on right through. Though it's that you need to do nothing. And if you are concerned that you want to live in a bubble and know nothing about this movie, just switch it off now. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Right, short break, promos, trailer for the movie, and I'll be right back to discuss The Turning from 2020, coming right up right after this. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure all, sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of. They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host cure what ails you. Warning, they cause atrophy. African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. Have you ever been a nanny? This is my first live-in job. Well, I hope you know what you're doing. The children are very special, Kate. They're thoroughbreds. Geez, your friends must love it here. I have no friends. You have no friends? Yep. Well, you have one now. (laughs) Maybe. May I ask how the parents died? Well... Miles! Nothing should have to suffer. It's not that simple. I don't go in that part of the house. Why not? Don't wanna. Hello? We shouldn't be in here. What happened to your last nanny? Like I'd tell. You need to take charge here, Kate. I know what you're afraid of. Keeping the lights on won't keep you safe. Can you please stop? You're gonna leave me, aren't you? I'm not going anywhere. Promise, promise? Cross my heart and hope to die. <gasps> no! Everyone dies, Miles. Did you see them? I don't want to play anymore. Genius. Stop now. We're not safe! Stop giving tales. Bad dreams? back so you've just heard the trailer for this feature movie review we're doing the turning it's directed by floria sigamondi and it's based on the the turning of the screw kind of older horror novel this is maybe i want to say the third adaptation of this i know the innocence is certainly one but i want to say there's been at least one more um, and it's been kind of very well referenced in literature and other horror movies regardless anyway. This one stars Mackenzie Davis, Finn Wolfhard, Brooklyn Prince, Barbara Martin, jo- Lee Richardson, Niall Greg Fulton, Denna Thompson and Kid Arias. There are some other folk in here. The synopsis for this one is, A young governess is hired by a man who has become responsible for his young nephew and niece, after their parents death a modern take on henry james's novella the turn of the screw so yeah a couple of things wrong with this synopsis straight away is the young governess is not hired by a man she's hired by a woman um and is responsible more for the niece but by proxy the nephew after the parents death so yeah the the synopsis kind of really shows you the level of interest anyone has taken in this movie by not even getting the bare basic bones right um this is an interesting one an interesting one as in if you're worrying I'm gonna go against the grain here don't worry it's not a very good movie but it had potential and that's the frustrating thing about watching the tournament. now I'm doing a small non-spoiler review up front, I'll give you my grade, I will then tell you when we're going to spoiling and then I'll go into some details which reflect why my grade lands where it is. first thing to say is The turn has beautiful cinematography, I mean it looks like a lot of money was spent on this. I think the casting as well, surprisingly good. Um, I'm not familiar fully with most of the, the, the cast, out with uh, Brooklyn Prince who is brilliant in this. Finn Wolfhard, obviously, you'd have to be living under a rock to be a horror fan and not have seen things like the It remakes, but specifically Stranger Things, where he's, you know, most notable from. And Mackenzie Davis, who's excellent in the role. She There are scenes of her that really do feel like she's maybe losing her mind. You know, like, maybe it's just starting to go. Her mother's played by Dina Thompson, who, once again, is really well casted. And I think... Weirdly they look like mother and daughter while I was watching it. I was like, you really haven't had to do much here to convince me that, that there is some sort of familial um bloodline relationship between these two. It really, really kinda shows. The movie is at its strongest when it's playing with the ideas of of haunting, um, which it does primarily in the first two-thirds before it all kind of falls apart. But I did like it. I liked the I liked the kind of setup. I liked the kid characters. I enjoyed Mackenzie Davis. I actually enjoyed the kind of modernising of the story, setting it in the nineties. um You know, references not only to bands of that era in the background. I mean, we know this movie set in nineteen what ninety four, ninety five. Mostly dated by the fact that at the beginning of the movie we're making reference to Kurt Cobain's death. So. That was 94, but I don't know how long it is after that, that we end up at the mansion. So when you're watching it, you get, like I say, great cinematography, great atmosphere. I I really liked that. I thought the kid casting was really well done as well. I thought some of the actual kind of ghost-like effects were done really well in the movie. And it kind of meanders is probably the best word to describe it. It's not remarkable or scary in any way, but it does have a bit of weight to it, a bit of clout to it. In the first half the kind of uh, the last third in particular it really all kind of falls apart and doing a bit of research into this one it appears to have had several rewrites and studio involvement etc etc but i get the feeling that at some point someone has made a hard fast decision that this movie has to go out also look like it looks like it was shot a couple of years ago as well from what i read And it looks like someone had been like, we need to get this movie out now, and just get off the slate, and, you know, we've got some big names attached to it, so let's get out there. And as a result, no one really has kind of taken the time to make sure how an audience would maybe feel about the ending of this movie. And that's frustrating, um, particularly because, like I say, this movie, I I could tell ten minutes into it, I wasn't going to love this movie. It wasn't going to make me love it, but... If you can handle a decent, somewhat familiar haunted house story plot and deliver some adequate scenes of haunting and you can give me a nice nice kind of palette in the movie and I I can... uh, some, something thematical that I can grasp onto. And you can do it well without being remarkable and you can give me uh, an ending which even feels familiar to other Haunted House movies. I will overall be happy. I'll overall say, well, you know, mission done. Well done, congratulations, guys. Pat in the back. This one, th- they could have stopped this movie, what, five minutes before the end? And you would have had that. And it wouldn't have been the most remarkable movie you've ever seen. Um, it would have been a very kind of vanilla haunted movie. It would have given you an ending you've seen a hundred times before as well. But it doesn't do that. For some reason, there is a choice made to tag an extra five minutes in, which add nothing except confusion. And it's where it's unfortunately where the grade for what you're going to get comes in. Um, So, yeah, I think for a movie that's an hour and a half, it feels particularly the last third feels incredibly rushed. I like the casting and I like the direction um, that you were getting. I like the cinematography, and that's about as much as I can say on the positive. The negatives are that any goodwill the movie makes in the first two thirds is kind of really undone in the last third, which is one of the worst endings uh, to a horror movie I have seen any very, very, very long time. My advice to you is if you are unfortunate enough, to see The Turning, which, I, I mean, I, once again, go out and make your own mind up. This is just one one salty sea dog's own opinion. Um, you know, if you get a chance to check it out, maybe stop it five minutes before the end. You'll know exactly the bit I'm on about, the bit that you can hit stop there, and just live with it being a wholly unremarkable, adequate movie. If you let those extra five minutes tag in there... It will just defecate in your face and then smear it in there to make sure it gets in all the wrinkles. So there you go. Nice image, yeah? Nice image. Right, so in terms of a grade, uh, it's a one and a half out of five. Some people might be thinking, that seems quite high, Duncan, for a movie you just said completely shits to bed. Well, like I say, good cinematography, good casting, and for the first two thirds of the movie, I'm in, I mean, I don't think it's amazing, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing to an extent. Uh, just the, the sour taste that was left when I left this movie. I even stuck around to see if there was an after credit. There isn't, so don't do it. And yeah, so one and a half probably ref- reflects how aggrieved I felt when the movie finished. like that word, aggrieved. Never use it much. Vexed. There's another one. Ye old English. So yeah, a one and a half out of five for the turning. So we're going to do some spoilers, mostly aimed at the last... Well the last third of the movie. We're gonna be doing that in three, two, one. So the setup is kinda of similar to what the synopsis said, although this is a bit more accurate. She's hired to look after the the kind of kid, the the, the daughter. Um, and then the nephew comes in, there's a housekeeper that lives there. We got a bit of backstory about the previous Um, Governess who died in mysterious circumstances. Uh, And as the movie progresses on, we find that it was due to the fact of this... uh, How to describe him? He's like the stable manager who is a terrible influence on Finn Wolfhard's character and became a bit of a sex pest towards the former Governess, ultimately killing her and then being killed himself by the, the kind of, the, the lady of the house, the, the head kind of, the head the head of the help, uh, she sabotages and then he comes back to haunt the property, is very clumsy and that device and reveal is handled very poorly, although you kind of get where it's going and the end of the movie, this is the bit where, well, we might as well get into this, I don't really want to spoil much else because there isn't really much to spoil about the first two-thirds of this movie it is a standard haunted house movie she arrives weird things happen she speaks to certain characters they act differently and sometimes sometimes she thinks that she's being followed no one believes her these sort of things the the movie culminates it culminates um with what would be the traditional non-remarkable ending of She's being chased in by a spirit, she manages to convince both kids to get into her car, she drives to the property, almost looks like it's not going to let her go, she gets out of the property, thus saving the kids. Hooray! It's a great ending. She's saved the day. In the movie though, all the way through this, we've indicated that her mother, who we meet at the very beginning, uh, Mackenzie Davis's mother, is suffering some sort of mental ailment which makes her lose her mind. She's a great artist, but it's making her lose her mind. And just before she is terrified AF and, you know, gets the kids and gets out of the house, she's delivered these charcoal pictures, which just look like a mass of black with some holes cut in them. And as she's looking into them, she, the haunting starts happening. She grabs a kid, she gets into the car, drives away, etc., etc., etc. When we get out of the gates, though, what happens is we get like a, she wakes up from a trance and she's looking at these charcoal drawings that she was looking at earlier it's essentially been a daydream or a waking nightmare of her escaping with these kids she goes to interact with him in a room Um, the little girl has a doll which she's very precious of and the doll drops and cracks and Finn Wolfhard very smirkingly kind of chastises her which he does most of his movies he is easily the most repugnant character in here but uh, he's played that way because that's the way the character's supposed to be played. Not in that he's just a terrible actor. I actually, I think his role's really well done because he's played likable characters and everything else I've seen, it and I fucking hated him in this. So that's a tip for him in the, the camp of good acting. But yeah, um, they're both kind of the both kids are walking past, and they make a comment about um her being broken by the house. So she's just, you know, like the doll, she's just been broken. And they walk out and that's where the movie ends and that's not an ending to a movie it's not an ending because it wraps up nothing um, we're, we're not given sufficient evidence as an audience to intelligently guess whether or not Mackenzie Davis has imagined some of this because her mother has mental health issues um, whether or not she ever escapes the house or can she escape the house if Finn hard is still kind of an acolyte of the, the stable manager who appears to be using him as a vessel to haunt. Um if the daughter's in on it at all, because she seems to be knowingly smirking, if the head housekeeper's in on it at all, um it just ends abruptly, as if in your nightmares you are condemned to a purgatory where you repeat things over and over again. But it doesn't it doesn't lead to it, doesn't it ends so abruptly, ends so abruptly that it is almost as if they were like, no, nope. do you have do you have an idea, Steve? No, I don't have an idea, Dave, what about you? No, Steve, I have nothing. Credits? It's up there among some of the great baffling endings I've ever seen. Uh, what was that movie, The Devil Within Me? Is that the one where she goes off the edge uh, in the car and you get like, for further information, go to this website. You know, it's on that level of... Is this even an ending? It's up there with uh, City of the Living Dead, the Filchie movie, where people just run at the camera and the screen cracks. You know, it's up there with the great, oh, so we just didn't have an ending. We didn't have an ending to this movie. It it left me a bit kind of shell-shocked, so much so that, like I said, I sat around and waited to the after credit sequence to find out if there was one, to find out there wasn't one. Um, and I've seen the joke online from quite a lot of reviewers and uh, critics saying, you know, it's almost as if someone forgot to, you forgot a reel of film, and, and yeah, I, I was, it's one of those ones where, I, when I realised nothing was coming on, I was like, huh, you know, well, um, and yeah, it was, it's a terrible ending, because it's not an ending. That's the problem. It's a terrible ending because it is not an ending. It does not wrap up or conclude or answer anything at all. It just stops and that's not an ending. And the studio that put this out, you have quality control in place. If you did not know you were going to get backlash about this, then more fool you. Cynically, I think this movie probably has made its money back because I don't think a huge amount of money was spent on it. And it's horror. You drop it in January, it will make money. So, But yeah, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, as it stands just now, probably the worst thing I've seen this year but with so much promise leading up from that first two thirds it could have been so much better Um, now I know that myself uh, and uh, another podcaster online got into a bit of a, what we would call in Scotland a wee bit of a strammy about whether you tell people not to go and see this movie whether to save your money and I kind of very pompously said that it's not my place to tell you what movies you should see and what you shouldn't see at the cinema Um, it's not my place to do that at all it's my place to give you my opinion and you as well-informed adults should make up your own judgment whether or not you go and see something. I would say that in a year which looks to be packed full of really interesting horror movies the Turning is not a movie that I think you should shunt anywhere near the top of your list. However, if you want to pick off 2020 titles in October, like I do, you should certainly add it to there because trust me, this one will appear on Netflix quicker than you can see Um This one is prime for that. Let's just drop this one on Netflix and pretend it never happened sort of entry. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is a souring movie, um, which reminds us why uh cinematic horror movies it is like it's cynical to be a studio and release those movies if you're not releasing them for the best of intentions this one is not released for the best of intentions out with trying to capitalize on some names and an empty month of horror in the uk 1.5 out of 5 for the turning i'm coming right back to close out the show and i'm doing it right after this You're listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. And you've been listening to The Podcast Under The Stairs. Ladies and gents, this has been bonus episode 220. We did a special non-spoiler and spoiler review of the brand new horror movie The Turning. There's a multitude of ways to check out this show. As always, I say check us out on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and subscribe to the feed. Best way to support us on that platform. And also check us out at Stitcher, Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, um, and all manner of other podcatchers. Also make sure you subscribe to the t Puts Collective feed. That's the sister network feed for the show where you can listen to such great podcasts. as Opera Omnia, Doing The Nasty, and Chronicle. A new episode of Chronicle coming this Friday. The can be listened to at all the same places. So you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc, etc. You're just searching for Teapots Collective. Nice and easy. You can visit the website, it's tputtscast.com and buy merch to support the show by going to teapotscast.bigcartel.com. You can visit us on Facebook, the podcast under the stairs Facebook group page is facebook.com forward slash scripts forward slash t cast. the one for the collective the main page for the collective is facebook.com forward slash t cast. nice and easy interact with myself and the bass and the twin pros of social media sexiness instagram and twitter both can be followed at t cast check us out in the flick chat app as well it's free and available for android and ios and our join code is at cast, So it's T-Pots cast right in there, nice and easy, brings you over you can interact with us and it sees a message board posts which cover all the shows that we're doing Podcast Under the Stairs and on the Teapots Collective. The Podcast Under the Stairs will return to you tomorrow with a brand new movie club announcement we'll be telling you what you've got to check out in February for the Hammer Horror Quarter, is kind of what it is, four months of Hammer Horror so yeah, we'll be letting you know what you have to check out, how you can interact, and what is the deadline to get those reviews in. But until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeese broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.